All right, this is the best it's going to be. All right. We're going to power through it. We do it for the love of the podcast. Yeah. All right. Welcome to another episode of No Crisis Yet. I am John Lynch. Ben Brown. It is a new year. Yes. The pandemic has ended. <laughs> no. Everyone has test kits. Yep. Access to... Everyone's vaccinated. We're boosted. These, everyone's voluntarily vaccinated. I got like X Men powers from my booster, so I have like uh, I only got latent invis- psychic I only, abilities. I only got invisibility. I can only really like microwave a potato with my brain, but it's still pretty good, you know. Yeah. Medical science has saved us once again. Ben, do you ever get the sensation <laughs> that 2020 never fucking ended? Yes. It just never ended. Constantly. You just, we, we when hit- people say, "Hey, 2019," I'm like, "Ah, oh, yes, a year ago." Oh wait. Oh, I'm, God. I'm still that writing, was 65 years ago. I'm still year. writing 2021 on all the checks I write. <laughs> I Thankfully, I, I managed the jump pretty seamlessly. I don't think I've messed up the date. Same. One, once yet. But I write the date every day, all the time, so I think it just... All right. We, we, have some, we have some stuff. Yes. yes. It's I'm going to I'm, I'm do a broad outline, and, and you'll see if I'll, I'll, I'll see if I get any buy-in from you. Okay. And then we got to talk about Blizzard. Yep. <laughs> That's kind I'm of been a trip. Uh, more specifically, Microsoft buying Blizzard, but maybe... Or do you want to talk about the whole We're going to talk about all of it. Okay. Not, not, not in tremendous detail. There's just some things. Right. I, I feel like we, have we to may have touched on... The Activision Blizzard lawsuit when it happened back in a little mid bit, but last we didn't, year. I didn't realize that people were dumping breast milk out oh, yeah, of company yeah. It fridges. got worse, of course. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It, got, um, it only got worse from when we talked about it. Correct. So. That's certainly uh, true. What a fucking bummer. Hmm. Uh, so there's that. I, I kind of want to talk about Elden Ring just a little, just a little bit. Does talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Not too much because I'm purposely, I'm not watching anything i've yeah i've been pretty i've seen trailers and stuff but i haven't really kept i didn't watch like they had the network test where they had like probably an hour or two of the game that people played through I did you get into that a little bit no i oh, watched yeah. a little bit of people streaming it but didn't i i saw that they brought over the sekiro horses and i was like yep. Fuck yeah well, the stealth from sekiro is also in it which is the wild. little crouch animation yeah. yes but I'm even like the the what do you i don't know what those are called but the insta kills from sekiro the snake eye stabs yeah yeah yeah, yeah the yeah. torrent of orange blood <laughs> I think we just have, we kind of have to, we kind of have to reset. I, uh, I've been playing a game called Parenthood. Yep. It's a brand new drop from when was she born? October. Okay. So you've been playing that one since October, really putting in the hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have three months on game time played. It's a full, <laughs> you're always playing. It's, just, it's, it's fucking constant. Child <laughs> and then hours played. Yeah. Uh, my game, my just, what I've played has been it's like so varying. Because uh, when she was first, when she first arrived, mm. I was playing Stadia's golf. Like I think it's like golf two K, whatever the fucking sure, sure. generic two K golf game is. Mm. I'm playing that. Um, I got really into Slay the Spire. Ah yes, I got Good. deep into that. Good. That's a that's a hell of a game. It's man. great. It's so good. I don't I don't know that I had the commitment to get up to Ascendant twenty. I've never like, so I, I remember when they added in new classes and I was like oh hell yeah new classes and it's like you have to beat the game and I'm like uh I've never done that and I'm not sure I ever will. Forgive me Ben I have to turn off. <laughs> Speaking of the child, <laughs> oh. there's a white noise machine that needs to be addressed. Oh uh, why not? We could just have some white noise in the background. I'll just. It would be easy to filter. Yeah yeah right you just match it right. Yeah, you do, uh, you get room tone. Get that room tone. Um, yeah, dad. I think dad gaming is a whole genre in and of itself. Yeah, man. Games uh, you can play with a child asleep on you. 
I, I think that's the genre. early the early ones are the, the hardest, and then you can kind of open it up. Right. But yes, I think I will have time for Elden Ring. All right. Yeah, man. Expectations? I It's a new From Software game. I expect a lot, <laughs> generally speaking, at this point. I mean, every one of those games that has come out since... I probably since the first Dark Souls has been, you know, I, I, I have my issues with two, but uh, three is great. Bloodborne's amazing. Oh, actually, this is a beautiful segue. Mm. All the multiplayer got hacked for Dark Souls. That's right. That's I heard a bummer. About that. Yeah, you can take control of people's computers through. You invasions. can you can run terrifying PowerShell scripts. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, bad. On your enemies. I hope they fix that again before Elden Ring because it seems like it is uh, prevalent across all games using this engine of sorts. It must be. They must have just have a version of the server that they tweak. Probably yeah. For what like game? They're, uh, who knows? I'm I mean, because uh, I think. Remastered, Dark Souls 1 Remastered, 2, 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro, and I think Elden Ring all basically use a similar engine. I don't know what the engine's called, but it's theirs. Um, prepare to die engine. The prepare to die engine. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I, I, Elden Ring is... Uh, of course, it's going to be awesome, I'm sure. It'll be one of their games. He's the head... You know, it's Miyazaki. It's all the dream team you want. Um, but the open world part, I think, really could be fucking awesome. Like, it could also... like. From what I so the initial thing I was like, okay, is it gonna be like a UB game where it's fucking everything's marked off, it's like a theme park, or is it gonna be Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild is gonna be more like Dark Souls, which is not giving you a map, although it does have a map. I've seen it, which is weird because this will. I guess Sekiro kind of had a map in it, kind of. Eh, but that map was not like <laughs> yeah, but it was elevation, like, like yeah, terrain elevation it was just like shit. this place connects to this place, whatever. Um, and there was technically an in-game map in a cave in Dark Souls 2, but that doesn't really count either. Um, but, uh, yeah, but from what it looked like, at least from the network test, which was, I don't think, like, a specific chunk of the game. It just seemed like a part of the world, and then they gave people prefab characters. I saw a giant carriage being pulled by giant horses, and I was like, man, this looks fucking so the awesome. the coolest thing about it, yeah, is it is an open-world game where you can see all this stuff and choose what you want to do, but it still has, like, the monster design from from Dark Souls and and the encounter design and the combat. And so it looks, it could be really fucking a huge time sink, even compared to with those other games, which are all pretty long. I And like summonable allies and shit. I'm yeah, just like, man. Like dungeons and caves and like little side activities. And because even, even Dark Souls, right, so Dark Souls, I'm not going to describe Dark Souls as a cult game, but it, not anymore, but yeah, at the time it, it was. It kind of is. It's it's like it's the same thing of like Demon Souls was cultier, I guess you could say. Oh, the cultist. Yeah, because it was so Absolutely. like to the point where Sony was like, "We're not fucking publishing that in the U.S." And Atlas was like, "Okay, all yeah. right, dumbasses." Yeah. Uh, and probably why we'll never see the reboot on PC. Ooh. I just want Ghost of Tsushima. I think that's gonna happen. I know that feels pretty likely. I, I want good, and I just. Just give me the give me the Demon Souls remake. and more. I want Bloodborne more than that. I mean, Demon Souls is cool and all, but <sighs> Bloodborne's cooler. In sixty FPS, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Well, because I, I did so. Speaking of Souls games, when I after I watched uh, a bit of that Elden Ring stuff, I was getting the craving, and I was like, I'm gonna do that Bloodborne DLC that I never did, and I've been picking my way through it, and it is really great. Uh, it's it's so. Did you start a new character? Or? No, no, the character because it's like level you have to be level eighty to get in there. It's oh, one of the, it's like it's a bit like the DLC in um, I guess everything past one because one is the one where you can kind of do it midway through the game, and it actually fucks up the last part of the game because it adds so much experience. Huh. So it makes the last part of the game easier if you do it at a certain point, but you still have to get to the Crystal Archive, so you have to get past the midpoint of the game to get to it. But um, the Bloodborne one opens really early. It opens as soon as it gets to nighttime, which is like the first phase of the 
like Sekiro, it goes through phases yeah, yeah, yeah. of the day as you go through the story. But um, but once you get in there, you will get your ass stomped in immediately. It's more useful for running to get weapons if you want to do a certain build or whatever. But once you can actually get there, it's really great. You're fighting a lot of like hunt NPC hunters, so it's a lot of really technical fights. Um, it's grotesque, even by Bloodborne standards. Yeah. Like just rivers of blood full of flea monsters. Yeah. And it's great, but. Uh, I my brain is totally fucking broken by having 144 hertz monitor. I just like 30 frames a second, it's a, and it's, it's like a whole different world. It's not even a solid 30. It's really dippy, especially if you ever have the effect of like a monster like blowing up into like particles or whatever. It just goes to shit. And like I, I'm playing it, and I'm like, this is good. This game is good, but I just it's so sluggish. And um, so I'm kind of part of me is like holding out for them to just do that because. But they're the only ones who can do it. Sony owns that IP fully and completely. Um, and uh, so it's up to them. On the other hand, they have opened, you know, PlayStation Studios for PC games. I was thinking about this because Horizon Zero, Horizon Forbidden West, I think it's called. The second sure. Horizon game. It's coming out in February as well. I very much want to play it. I don't have a PS5 yet. And part of me is like, well, the other one came out on PC eventually. Yeah. What if they just baby by the end of this? What if they did like Rockstar does, where they do like six months to a year after the console release? I could probably wait that long. But on the other hand, most of the PS games they've put out on PC have been years after the fact. I mean, God of War just came out last month. It's four years old now, three or four years old now. Uh, Horizon came out like two or three years after it came out. So it's like, I think Sony especially, and this maybe dovetails into our Blizzard conversation, but... Their big thing is those big fucking exclusives they spend ungodly amounts of money on. So on the one hand, yeah, but they they have run out of PS5s to sell. Exactly, they have that's run out of the we, one thing that's you really can't weird get the is fucking hardware. the new hardware that they want to sell you. You can't really get that easily, <laughs> and that's why Horizon actually and God of War Ragnarok are both coming out on PS4. I don't know how they're going to play it all, but and I am curious. Locked thirty. Probably not great, yeah. Um, but it's also, also weird because it means like there's not going to be native Sony-developed PS5 games <laughs> until like maybe next year at the earliest. It's very bizarre. I, everything in the supply chain right now, yeah, it's kind of the thing where it's like you don't hope you don't hope anyone gets hurt or studios closed, but at the same time you're like just there's, look at look at the amount of PCs out there with yeah. the hardware that can run them. Do the fucking math. Just do there it. aren't enough PS5s out there to sell 8 million copies. Yeah, exactly. And and like they, unlike Microsoft, which now owns a huge, huge catalog of games. Holy shit. Um, they are really reliant on those blockbusters, those Last of Us 2, Spider-Mans, whatever. Yeah, but under the assumption that you, you, you Joe Blow, yeah. are a 32-year-old and you say, wow, everyone's talking about this, this one game on PS5. Right. Uh, let, me, let me go run out and grab a PS. Oh, I can't. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so fucking then what? Yeah, put them on. Put them, and, and they, you know, after. So the first couple, Horizon and Death Stranding, I think were basically like published, but not really by Sony. It was like a little bit of a thing. But yeah, yeah. after that and starting, I think Days Gone was the first one. And God of War is also, but they're PlayStation Studios games, which means that they have started a, a development house specifically for those PC ports, which maybe makes me think they might get a little faster on porting them. Because I, I hope so. I don't really want to buy a PS5, but I do want to play those Sony games because I do really like them. It's just that... Like Returnal. Returnal to me, yeah, Returnal I'm just seems like, awesome. that seems like something that should just be on PC. Yeah, exactly. But and that's like, and they own Housemark, that studio that made that. And so it is up to them to kind of like fully pursue this and they've been getting further and further into it so i i'm hopeful but i do think there will still be a window where they want you to buy it on 
They're not going to do what Microsoft has done, which is just like, fuck it. If you can run it, it's there. Yeah. Halo's out, same day. Force is out, same day, et cetera. They're probably not going to do that, but but I do, I, because I'm also like, I'd rather kind of spend money on our VR setup at this point than, than a oh, PS5. Please get I just VR. feel like I'll get, please get more VR. out of it, because yeah. I want to play... And you have, a 30, four. you have yeah, a 3060, You have a 3060, so I can at least drive an uh, uh, Quest, and I want to play a Do bunch it. of shit. Do so. it. It's, dude, multiplayer is so fun, yeah. and it's it's that one of those things where even though it's not perfect, like you're making concessions right. Right, with a Quest, but it's still better than nothing. Right. Being I, in I the wanna... cockpit of a fucking car, of right. a rally car, for or, me. Uh, yeah, like for me, it's like I want to try No Man's Sky. I want to play yeah. Subnautica. I wanna, yeah. They just put it in Hitman 3, like fucking... Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say it's the thing of just like, yeah, there are concessions made for it, but I don't regret. Like, I, there's something. Like Google Earth. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know Google this. We, we have maybe talked a little bit about this, but Google Earth in VR with a, a, a really good frame rate, you're just like, holy shit, it's, I'm flying. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's great. Yeah. So that's like way more interesting to me than a PS5, which is like a better PS4. And like, I already It's a better I, PS4 with really and since I got a gnarly video card and like I can push all this stuff at for it at high resolutions and high frame rates and all this and it's just like I just don't see the reason other than those, you know, four or five exclusive games they have announced and that's just not the, worth $500. Right. Paying. The good news is that the architecture underneath the Xbox 1 and PS4 is paid off. Yeah. Because guess what? The fucking obstacles of bringing Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, God. Right? Anything developed for the cell architecture? Yeah. There's, there's no fucking way. So that's, there's no fucking that'll, way. That'll be really interesting to see. Actually, I don't know if and it's... Even, there's emulators, but whatever. Because they're making the Nathan... They're making an Uncharted collection for the PC. And I think it's I just, did not know that. I think it's just Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy, which are the PS4 games. That makes sense because uh, Bluepoint has talked about porting the PS3 Uncharted's to the PS4 was like an act of fucking God. Like it was it, so yeah. difficult. Yes. And, and if you, there was um, a video series they did on Giant Bomb where they had one of the programmers from Naughty Dog talk about the tech in all three of those games. And it's amazing. Like they did so many amazing things with that weird ass architecture. But, but they were, they were the exception. Yeah. They and were they, the exception. And they were funded fully by a first party. They yeah. Had, you know, they were, they had every incentive. Taking, yeah. Yes. They had they every were, incentive to use that architecture and try to make it work. And it's like, right. I appreciate the technical artistry. Guess what? None of that shit translated right. to x86. Yeah. Cause I was thinking like, I thought they were putting the Uncharted collection on PC, but it's only the PS4 ones, yeah. which are honestly the best two games in that series. So good on them, but it, it, it doesn't really necessarily mean that they could get specifically Metal Gear Solid 4. That's the game, the blockbuster game that <laughs> people want to go back to. That's a, It is a crazy game. I don't think it's the best game in the series or anything, but it is so wild. It's such a goddamn shame you have to pull out a PS3 to play that fucking thing. Yeah. And there's no other way to do it. Like, PS3 emulation has gotten okay. So it works for Dark Souls or Demon Souls. Uh, it works acceptably for me for Demon Souls. Right. Um, I think it's called PCS3. Or I remember when Persona 5 came out, people were like, we got it at 4K, 60, and we were running on a PS3 emulator. I'm like, oh, okay, PS3 emulators exist. Cool. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah, but, I mean, Persona is a very... Yeah, Persona is not nearly the, the crazy is, technical feat no. that, that uh, the it, other ones are. Pictures, MGS4, right? Yeah. Um, there's no fucking way. No, uh, and it's like, it's such a, it is such a Blu-ray specific game like the fucking you know uh, television channels at the opening of that game, like all that video, it's it's just such a bonkers game. I and I like again, it's not it, it, it's not my favorite in the series, but the fact that it's such a, it's the end of Salt Snake, like it's a huge part. So of I that just watched story. I just watched a huge essay about that because mm. of course I watched an essay about that. Well, you can't play it, so. <laughs> right? Um, 
And it's just like, oh, cool. Like, the, there's so much effort they put into it that does not transfer. Like, no, the game itself is pretty pedestrian, honestly. And that's the part well, that's so that such was a like, bummer. So the, the essay, the, the, essay the, the thesis was it's the best they could have done for something that shouldn't exist. Right. Right. Yeah. Three was the send off for Big Boss right. in terms of like, hey, now you know about him. We never need to see this fucking guy again. And, except, oh, yeah. wait. Except for uh, when he's in a wheelchair. Kojima, <laughs> Kojima got death threats to finish the series. Yeah, and, and like, I mean, it's fuck? him tying up MGS2, which is a game that was, like, functionally yeah. supposed so to be nonsense. The the right, the thesis <laughs> the thesis for the, the essay was, you can't tie up MGS2. No. MGS2 is made to... <laughs> MGS4 M- is proof of MGS2 that. MGS2 is literally just like, okay, we're done here. Okay, we're done. We did we're, what we did. We're done here. And also, I'd like you maybe, audience, to consider that what I was talking about was not literal and was more uh, thematically relevant to what we're talking about in this game. And then they were like, yeah, but why does Vamp fly? It's like, ah, fuck. Well, I guess I got to answer that. Nanomachine. Nanomachine, son. Nanomachine, son. Nanomachine, exactly. son. Luckily, the answer to everything is nanomachine, so. Yeah, but then you might as well just say magic. It, yeah. it would have been. It, or hypno- hypnosis, which is MGS5's answer to everything. Yeah, well, if you want to implant your arm, if you want to implant the memory. You hypnotize yourself to yeah. think. So I played uh, I played through Tanker on PC with like a bunch of graphical mods. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a PC version of that game, right? Yeah, it's rough. Right. Yeah. It, the, you don't, you lose a lot with the PS2. Again, here's the thing. You lose like, even Silent Hill, right? Silent Hill 2, the way that it used the PS2 Emotion Engine, yeah. it's different from the PC. And, and Metal Gear Solid 2 is one of those games that when you go back to, even now, still looks pretty fucking good. It's just really... It's it, like so sharp. Yeah, that, that's what detailed. it is. The texture's really clean. Like they're not necessarily and the rain, photo. Some of the rain in that game yeah. still is some of the... I mean, like I think... Finally, the, the 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 hill was crested, and Last of Us Two has a better thunderstorm than than like Stalker and so. But like, it took so long to clear MGS 2s tanker as the best yeah. rainstorm in video games. Like, it was just it was great. It was but, great. But the point being, two thousand one. God damn it! It's it a is a long time ago. Yeah, I, I don't know how to say it. It's like um, like if you shoot an animal and taxidermy it, mm. right? You could recreate it. But it's like, yeah, but there's only one of these animals and you shot it and you taxidermied it. And right. you can try to make like a composite of it. But the reality is like the animal exists. You shot it. You rigged it up on a whatever the yeah. fuck. I'm not a hunter, so I don't know. But the idea of being like, okay, great. Um, but also, guess what? It's not going to live on the way that Zelda Link to the Past is going to live on an emulator. Right, because, um, because, well, and the this weirdest is, this thing is, about- and this is largely because Sony, uh, Konami sucks ass and <laughs> does not make video this games. This is true. And has this not made video games for like close to a decade at this point almost. It feels oh, like... Oh, Ben, they have gyms. That's and right. Pachinko. And Pachinko. So and fucking they, whatever. They did... Uh, they've made some... I think, honestly, Metal Gear... Um, fuck, what's it called? The survival game. They made out of MGS5. Oh, um, shit. Yes. The, uh, the thing The thing that they like hacked survive. together. Yeah, called Metal Gear sure. Survive? They should have called it Fence Stabber. Yes. Because that game is literally, I'm going to put a fence and stab but zombies. But that is the last, like, game that Konami made fuck? outside of... They make soccer games still. I'll give them that. But... Um, and fitness P, P, PES still still going strong. But other than that, they don't really do that. So, it, it, because the other thing is, like, if someone was going to do, do the work and update those games and make them on PS5, it would be them. And they don't do that. So, like, someone, somebody, perhaps a Microsoft, or someone with a lot of money should come and buy their catalog. I'm just saying. They don't need to buy Konami because Konami's like, so you want to the, the health clubs, you want us to talk about something that oh COVID fucked. Uh, they, they might actually Konami's back. like, wait, so how else do we make money? Well, and so that's kind of, they've restarted the idea of licensing out stuff because I think COVID hit their health club so badly that they, 
they were like, oh shit, we should probably like dust off uh, Castlevania and Metal Gear. Well, they Solid did NFTs. And- if you, yeah. if you want to bring it all together, Ben, they oh, did. They they right. they that released, happen, they released a really shitty. I downloaded the NFT because I'm such a badass. But uh, you stole it. Right yeah. click and save it. They have baby. a they have the map screen from Castlevania Computer one. Cowboy. That's what yeah. they call you. John they have, Lynch. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Look, Ben. <laughs> other people are quadrilateral cowboy. I'm sorry. That's the name. Uh, of Ben. Game. Other people are afraid to right click on a fucking NFT. I am not. I'm me, baby. Anyone I see, right click. Yeah. Save I think it. Konami made like four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, cool. Did you hear the Ubisoft ones? They made like three hundred dollars because they put it in the game that no one plays, and also they're dumb. Wait, are you saying NFTs aren't inherently worth millions of dollars? Turns out, no. Even if it's in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, the hit game that everyone loves. I went um, back over patch notes and I was like, "Oh my god, they added AI teammates!" Yeah, too, too little, too late. They, they, they the made fuck? it like Wasteland, uh, uh, Wildlands, essentially. They should have just done that from the start. Yeah, yeah, oh, they probably should have, but. Uh, do you, yeah. want to, do you want to talk? Well, all right. Before we get into the blizzard, mm-hmm. before we brave the blizzard, um, I got a mister. Yes. Not a not an attractive man. No, no. Unfortunately, I mean, he's a, a little gray box. It is attractive. It's attractive it's in a its tiny, way. It's a tiny aluminum gray box, and it all it the all the games are in it. Every video game. It's you know, it's it's a hardware. You should explain it. what it is. It's an FPGA, which is a field programmable Gatorade. It's yeah. a development board for that, yeah. and like. This is the same technology that Mercedes uses. So basically, like, you have a you have a line of cars, right? Your Mercedes. You have all these cars. You don't want to spend the money on custom chips for everything because that's kind of a fucking waste. Yeah. So you say, okay, fine. Like, what? But what's the alternative? Well, you have an FPGA, which is like a programmable logic chip that you can emulate other chips. I shouldn't even say emulate. It is replicate. Yeah, your electron. It is in theory electronically identical yeah. to... The difference between emulation and replication is that emulation is is a fake is, version of it. It's, like, well, it's, it's software. It's software, right? It's software, exactly. It does not emulate... Like, you have things like the distance... Like, on a Commodore 64 or old hardware, literally, the distance between the chips impacts how it sounds, how right. it looks, right? Interference from stuff. Um, you lose that in an FPGA, but the electronically... If you're talking about like voltage going in and voltages coming out, identical, which is crazy, crazy. to me. I love it. Um, so yeah, so on the industrial end, FPGAs are an easy way to like, hey, I don't want to make a dedicated sound chip that doesn't exist because they stopped manufacturing it in the 1980s. But what if in hardware we could recreate it yeah. uh, with programmable logic blocks? That's as much as I know. Yeah, I have watched numerous videos. I think I understand the gist it, of it. But the idea is that it accurately represents the chip that you're trying to emulate, or, Not, or trying to trying to replicate, as opposed to an emulator, which tries to do that on a software level, but it can't replicate all the quirks of the chip. Essentially, right. and, and this is the thing, right? So, in a chip like um, the the chip I know the most about is the six five zero two, and variations of that chip have been in everything. Variations of the six five zero two are still made to this day. Right. But they're in the Nintendo, Apple II, Tamagotchis? Sure. Um, it is... You get the Tamagotchi core for yeah. your FPGA? <laughs> Seriously. And so basically, literally, like, the architecture of the chip is such that um, you have bytes, literal bytes, literally eight bits. Yeah. You tell it, here's eight bits, and it reduce, it produces a function, or yeah. it produces a result. So if I put this bit in, it'll do these operations on this shit and give you this. Um. So, for example, if I want to store something in the accumulator, which is register, like you put in this, blah, blah, blah. 6502 is like the most basic one that is still, it's Commodore 64. Yeah. Um, 
people still program for it, which sure. is fucking crazy to think about. They write music on Commodore 64 still. Yeah, yeah right. Because um, it sounds dope. It yeah, sounds it's great. Sludgy and weird. But, and like that's that's maybe like it, it practically, I think, for people who don't necessarily know how that stuff works. But like you know what a Sega Genesis sounds like. And you know that when you play a Sega Genesis, that's a Sega Genesis. It's a Yamaha chip. Yeah, and yeah, It has that very tinny specific yes. sound to it. And then if you play it in an emulator, that sound is not the same because they can't. So, do it and, and some are more accurate than others close, to be close, fair right? yeah but like i think one i remember you know uh castlevania symphony of the night when they re-released that on xbox live arcade great version of that game more or less but all the sound effects are off like, yeah by slight octaves in every way right and it's because they didn't emulate the playstation they just ported it to another uh cpu essentially yeah and so that yeah the difference is and especially like with nes and stuff you see uh when 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 um screens like scroll and stuff you see the breaks of the pixels and the slowdown and like all that stuff is it seems ephemeral but when you actually play it next to the emulated version it feels so much better yeah. <laughs> it feels so, so much so, more accurate yeah and the other thing is like no no input lag right so there's nothing it is literally electronic logic right that's what's driving it's not going through intermediaries of emulation to no yeah. uh and I don't know, just playing it, you play it a little bit downstairs, but like just playing it, you're like, oh my fucking God, it sounds right. It sounds right. It feels like, right. feels right. There's no, but you're playing on an Xbox controller. You're like, this yeah. is dissonance. This is weird. Um, I have no regrets. <laughs> I mm-hmm. spent several hundred dollars on it. And uh, it's like a little hard. Well, it used to be more of a hardware project because you had to like get all the pieces from other sources. You can't get because of But the, now you can just buy kits, right? Uh, you can buy pre-mades, which yeah. unfortunately I, I would have loved to do the kit, but the reality of supply chain is you can't get the right, s- right. the board that the, the it, if you don't have the development board, the FPGA development board, you're fucked. Right. Uh, you, but then you need like the USB board that has the ports on it, yes. and you need the memory boards that have the extra sure. memory to run the higher end cores and so on and so forth. Yeah. And so I I was like I'm just going. So basically, it was between buying that and buying an uh, an upscaler. And a Commodore sixty or a com- I wanted a Commodore sixty four C to program on just because it's cool. Yeah, I and then like you look about ownership about okay, so you buy the Commodore sixty four C right from nineteen eighty one right. Does it even still work? Does it work? <laughs> yeah. Do you have to go through and do all the? Do you have to re- replace all the capacitors? Do you have a way to upscale it accurately? Like it's like okay, well then yeah. what's you're looking at six hundred dollars for okay? What are my alternatives? Well, the Mister. If it is electronically identical, yeah. Except it can run every other fucking system before 1990. Yeah, does it for the same price? I mean, price. it's pushing into the 90s now. I mean, the PlayStation Core is like the one they're working on now. There's right? a PlayStation Core, Saturn Core in development. I don't know. And I so to to quote unquote future proof it, I bought the extended RAM one. Yeah. So most of the cores don't use that much yeah, RAM. But I would say it. like once you get to PS2, that would probably be the last core that I think that. Like the the way and this is the thing, right? So the emotion and we were talking about the x86 thing, right? So right. all the games in PS4 and Xbox One are written in x86 underscore yeah. 64, which is a I'm getting way the fuck off track. <laughs> Basically, you know, is like the low level hardware, the binaries for those games are not identical, but pretty fucking close. Right. Right? The operations to make that game appear on your screen are close enough where it's like, hey, if you want to bring this thing to a fucking computer, you can do it. That's different from ARM, like on phones and shit. It is a far cry. It, honestly, I say it's a far cry. Something happened in the, in going into the 2000s where Sony and Microsoft were like, all right, but listen. Actually, Microsoft never fell for that. Because no, no. But Microsoft, Sony was like, we got to make a new chip that's fucking dumb every time. Do you want to hear the dumbest thing I've heard about the, the, the fucking PS3? Mm. The guy, I don't know. If, who, is it 
Um, Not, I don't know if it was Kaz Harai, but... No, it's... Uh, he passed away, unfortunately, but... Uh, God damn it, I can't remember his name. Yeah, it's a Japanese guy who developed the the uh, the chipsets for the PS1, PS2, and the PS3. So PS1 made sense, yeah. roughly speaking. PS2... Uh, get there. PS3, they were like, okay, parallelism. Multiple, multiple cores, blah, blah, blah. And one of the design tenets, I have to probably look this up. I'm going to say it because it struck me as something that from a Japanese manufacturer, I'd be like, yeah, they were like, we need symmetry within the core. Yes. And so there must be this many cores. And it's like, that's great aesthetically. Yeah. <laughs> but for programmers, the They're reality like, is like, they're how like, do I make this. motion blur happen? Unless you're, it's like, yeah. unless you're Naughty Dog. Right. Right. And have all the resources and, and direct contact yeah. with the manufacturers and all this other stuff. There's a beautiful... Um, do you ever watch War Stories from Ars Technica? Uh, no, I don't think so. They basically just interview game developers and they say, "What? give us the biggest problem you, you had, mm. right? They've interviewed many interesting people. One of the most interesting... So, uh, I think his name is Mechner, the guy who did Prince of Persia. Jordan Mechner. The original, yeah, Jordan yeah. Mechner, the original Prince of Persia. Fascinating. Um, he rotoscoped his brother. Or, yes, or, or yeah, he filmed, yeah, yeah. His he filmed his brother jumping and then the made fucking, those animations yeah. into the um, yeah. They interviewed the guy who behind Abe's, Abe's Oddworld, Oddworld, well, that. Um, my favorite one so far, probably, and I don't, I'm not a PlayStation kid, but it's the Crash Bandicoot team. Mm. Um, because he's like, I forget the guy's name, but basically he was like, yeah, so Sony wouldn't let us, like, they had to make all these libraries for the hardware to be like, no, no, you need to use this library. And the developer's like, yeah, but this isn't access to the hardware. Like you're just giving us this library, but you're not telling us how to do all this shit. And we know this can run faster. Right. He ends the story by saying like the way we got crash bandicoot to run, how we did was that literally someone at Sony was like, here's the specification (laughs) manual. Here's photocopy. Yeah. I didn't give you this. You never, I dropped this. Whoops. Slippery. And this is, yeah. And, and that's how they were able to get it to run as quick as it could. And low. And it's just like, Okay, that's fine, but that is different from a Commodore 64. The the ideal the draw of the Commodore 64 is the memory is called flat. Right. And you and have also access like, to everything. The games that you played on the Commodore 64 were programmed on the Commodore 64. So you could do the same programming on the C64 that In theory. In theory. Right, in theory. Honestly. There's if you have a hardware monitor and you did assembly. Yeah. You could you could literally load up a Commodore 64 and say, I'm gonna write a bunch of garbage to this part of memory. Yeah. We are not there. <laughs> We have departed that. Yeah, sir. You cannot do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, from a uh, from a security, yeah, from yeah. a security standpoint, literally, like we need this platform to sell games on. You can't do that. Right. It's like when they put the Linux on PS3, and we're like, wait a second, this is a terrible idea. Oh, we people were, yeah, people. There was a class action lawsuit over that. No. Um, yeah, I don't know, but the Mister, the promise of the Mister is like, look, if we can reverse engineer the chip, you will have a core. I'm using. I'm. I'm putting a big asterisk. Yeah. That's why I got it. Um, because it's like, well, what the fuck? How do you MGS four to bring it all back together? Right. What a great project! No one's gonna be able to fucking play it, right? Unless Konami like puts the work in to port it up to, which can be that's done. Assuming, that's assuming they have the source code. How many fucking projects it can be done? How yeah, many right? fucking projects that are just like we don't have the source code? Right? I okay, mean, cool. And, dude. and like you think that's like, oh, that's an old thing from old when they didn't know, like you know how they used to fucking throw away old Doctor Who episodes. Like, no, the the fucking the Mass Effect Legendary Edition that came out this or last year. Yeah, they're like, eh. they're like, yeah, we can't do the Pinnacle Station DLC, which came out in like 2007 because we don't have the source right. code anymore. We and Bioware, an EA company, lost the source code to that DLC. Yeah, not a great <laughs> loss. It's just a dumb arena DLC. But it's like when I read that, it's like, how could you have lost? Like, that doesn't happen anymore, does it? And it's like, no, it does happen, apparently. Yeah. 
Um, so, so again, the mister for me is fulfilling the promise of like I a some definitely some nostalgia, hundred yeah. percent some nostalgia. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, but also just preservation. Like, what the fuck? And it's a really cool like thing to be able to emulate chip or to to replicate the chips of all these consoles. And, and you know, I played so many games on emulators, probably more than I ever played on a real NES or a real SNES. It's at this it's point. it's we we are deep in Theseus's ship. Exactly. Like, yeah. Okay, you replace. If the scan lines aren't there, is it the same game? Right. And, right. And if, it isn't. If, like, know, and I've learned, you know, especially like uh, visually speaking, like learning that. Um, when I, when the, I learned the, that the, TVs the, don't have pixels, it right. blew my fucking mind. The hyper sharpness you can get from a lot of emulators actually looks really bad, especially when you get to. I was playing um, after Metroid Dread came out and I beat it. I played through Zero Mission and Fusion, which are both Game Boy Advance games. And those are really chunky pixels because they're Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah. It's a really small screen. And, like, as soon as I boot it up, I'm like, this is awful. Like, it just it's so sharp and it's so hard to parse what it is. And it has, like, no consistency between the pixels. And then I, yeah, f- fucked around. And there's so many scanline filters and retroarch and stuff now. You can really, like, you can even get the glow that the TV would have and stuff <laughs> and shit. And once I got that in there, it's like, oh, my God, these look so much better, like, smeared a little bit. Because that's how the pixels were supposed to be seen. Right. Um, and you, yeah, you really start to realize that there is a reason that that stuff shouldn't look as sharp as humanly possible. And but, um, but, but all we have is the remnants, right? Like CRT, there's a there's there is a finite amount of CRTs in the world right now. Yes, there will be like less in five years than there are right now. Right, that is a guaranteed. Which fact. is which is crazy to say. And so now it's the thing. It's it's the thesis ship thing of like, all right. So if the only way people can experience Zelda one, right? I, I showed you the HD texture pack, which yeah, I have mixed feelings about, but. Right, that would be more likely to be played than the original fucking Zelda. I don't even know yeah. what would happen if you showed it to a Zoomer today, like a 19, 18-year-old. I don't know. I just think it looks old, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but then, okay, I think there was some tweet that was like, this is what you think Zelda looked like 20 years ago, and it was right. Zelda 1, and it was like, here's what it looked like, and it was Wind Waker, and I was like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, but yes, MGS4 tragic tragically will not be lost completely because we have video right thank god right there are people playing through it on ps3s that right, have recorded think, it, the whole but, thing but so the, you can at least think, watch it do you think kojima would be like oh yes this game was meant to be watched no you wouldn't i mean i mean to be fair uh, cutscenes. i was gonna say a lot of mgs4 is cutscene, but there is plenty of his interactive like you are holding a controller and doing something and i'm telling you a story because i'm crazy all right, all right. stuff in that game let me say this would would the fission has mailed would that have impact if you watched it? And because right. I, me or with the microwave hallway, or right. like so would, many different me and parts my, of that game. I think in high school, me and my friend played MGS two all the way through in like a weekend, and it, it is that thing. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? The what right way fucking, to do it because it descends into a fucking fever dream right. near the end, and it's um, amazing. That is not the same as watching a YouTuber play it. No, and. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what... To, I have, like, mixed feelings on this. And this, that's the whole preservation thing, right? You're right. And I do think the PS3 is, like, one of the weirdest spots of preservation at the point because the architecture is so specific to that one cell thing oh that they God. made that one time. And and Sony made that stuff with the anticipation. When they announced the PS3, they were like, hey, cell's going to be in everything. It's going to be in your fridge. It's going to be in your toaster. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna, every Sony 100%. product is going to have self, uh, cell things, and they're all going to distribute and talk to each other. And that, none of that ever happened. And so you're stuck with this console that was built on an architecture that that is very weird. And even more so, the PS2, you can just brute force now because it's so old. Because the Emotion (laughs) Engine has similarly weird shit to it. But it's not as weird as all the hyper-threading that... um, And and from my understanding, too, they weren't really even able to emulate PS3 stuff until multi-corp CPUs because you have to 
emulate some part of that multi whatever you call it like the 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 cell it's called the cell broadband network then. yeah and it's, it's got just, beautiful symmetry and it's weird because the ps3 like you know a lot of the first party games that were on ps3 that were big like god of wars and 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 last of us and and whatever have have been ported and uncharted have been ported to ps4 uh thanks to blue point games in most cases was last of us ported <laughs> yeah yeah, that oh, was shit. and that was so that was Night Dog Internal and that was another one where they were like that nearly killed us like we because they were also doing Last of Us two at the same time so they were crunching like crazy through that whole thing but the getting Last of Us which was one of the last PS3 games like literally yeah I was gonna say the like door closed the, right the tragedy, after <laughs> the tragedy of PS3 right is oh every, all the games really hit their stride yeah and they look beautiful. At the, the end. end, and keep at in the mind, very fucking end. The PS3 lifecycle was nine years. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was so long compared to like uh, any I, other. Console I have cycle. seen not to bring this into it. Mm. I have seen internet arguments that say, "Well, that's how Sony designed it, so that you would learn over time." And it's like, "Yeah, motherfucker, guess what? No one has nine years. No, and and if like, they could have made Last of Us at the beginning of the console's right. life to sell units, and they for, fucking would have. When the PS3 like, was out against the Xbox 360, and the reason the Xbox 360 mopped the fucking floor with it for the first half of that generation is because the games were like Skyrim. Any Bethesda game was fucking broken. Had huge <laughs> yeah. memory leaks. If you played them long enough, your saves wouldn't oh, work on God. PS3 because PS3 didn't have enough RAM. And it God. was just like it was such a slapdash like architecture. Because you, you're asking, okay, look, we we realize you made Skyrim for the computer, but how mm. about you remake the whole thing for the cell architecture? And it's like, motherfucker, what, no. What if you made the entire world in that in Fallout 3, but what if you only had half the RAM you have on the other system? Yeah, yeah. You can do that, right? Well, no, Ben, that's by design. It's, to, it's to make developers step up. And, and then Bethesda's like, the like, have you seen this engine? We've been using it since Morrowind. There is no fucking way <laughs> that yeah, that's going to work. Motherfucker, this is the this is the engine that powered Sid Meier's Pirates and yeah. GTA San Andreas. Do you think we're going to really fucking change it? Like, no. No. We know how to script this thing. Yeah. And we're never going to change it. Yeah. And, and Starfield is probably still going to have that cruft in it. God damn it. Oh, well, it's going to be like Windows. Yes. Where it's like there technically is still Windows NT code in exactly. Windows 11. Like that, or like how Call of Duty still has Quake 3, <laughs> Quake 3 code in it, fuck. basically. All right. We got to change gears. Okay. Speaking of Call of Duty. We got to change gears. <laughs> guess who bought fucking Activision, hey, guess, dude? Hey, Ben. Well, let me back up. Yeah. Did you hear that Activision is having a few PR problems? I did hear that. They had a, you know, a state sue them, which is bad generally, I think. <laughs> I'm not a business expert, but I think when the state is it of bad California when a state sues you? has spent 10 years building a case against you. Well, is California even a big state or is it I mean, like it's a... kind of the biggest state? So, yeah, I think it does matter. Oh I think it, unless Texas gets in on it. But, so or New besides York. all besides all the fucking predatory sexist shit that came out. Yeah. Very bad. Uh, did you see? Did I send you the fucking did I send you the video of the Warcraft 3 level developer? No. <laughs> so our level designer. He's a level designer for Warcraft 3. Mm. And I'm not a cut now. I'm not a businessman, Ben, and I'm not an entrepreneur particularly. Uh, but when you have one of your former high-level designers going on YouTube, suddenly saying Blizzard is dead and it's a corpse being puppeted, mm. probably not great. No, if you feel when you get when your company gets to the point where. Random employees that just feel emboldened to be like, this thing is a fucking meat puppet. Right. It is a corpse being manipulated. And put into perspective, probably three or four years ago, anyone coming out of Blizzard would have been like, it's the greatest game company in the world. Everybody loves it. I don't know if you know, Ben, but they have a statue on the campus in mm. Irvine. It does say they love equality and shit. Yeah. And when you. <laughs> the orc loves equality. <sighs> 
I'm trying not to be cynical. Yes. But any anytime you have a fucking company that says, Ben, we care about equality so much. We're mm. gonna build a fucking orc riding a wolf. Yes. And we're gonna emblazon like to me, that is that is that is the bit of like in in The Simpsons where it's like, I'm retiring tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I think his boat is it's the, the SS merge. live forever. It's the SS live forever. When you make a fucking orc statue yeah. with your company values, to me, that's the SS live forever. Yeah, it's like okay, like, th- there's probably something fucked up here, huh? How about instead of emblazoning it in you insist, whatever the fuck you insist too much, you know? Yeah, it, it's that thing of like, how about you just quietly make sure that those priorities are kept in, alive in the company, right. as opposed to emblazoning them on a fucking orc statue. That's my cynical take. Yes. Which was when they did that and the the fanboy in me was like, oh my God, the, their campus is beautiful, right? Yeah. They're fucking doing it. They're going to bring the, the biggest. The, yeah. What, what if you took Blizzard, like StarCraft one era Blizzard and just scaled it up? It's going to be great. And I mean, they had hit after hit. Like it's, it's easy to see like beyond, you know, StarCraft, World of Warcraft, then to Overwatch. And so like they just kept hitting. Just yes, kept hitting. Yes, but the, but here's the thing, right? Here's my entrepreneur br- entrepreneur brain, which mm. is you foster an environment where the where the best ideas win out. This is very fucking stupid. Mm. You foster an environment where the people people want to work there. They want their ideas right. So Warcraft, the world of Warcraft was developed by ex EverQuest employees. I don't want to mean to blow anyone's fucking mind. Yeah, but it was Brad. I think is not. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Brad Meltzer. No, it was McQuaid. I don't know. Mm. He was one of the fucking lead guys in EverQuest. All right, there. It's not a surprise that EverQuest, like the veterans of EverQuest, or some of the veterans of EverQuest, were able to make a good MMO with a really fucking killer art style that was democratized and made it easy for people who would never touch EverQuest to suddenly say... They've said the design for World of Warcraft was essentially looking at EverQuest, playing a shitload of it, and going, like, how do we make this fun for everybody? Well, they developed it! The fucking lead developer, like, the guy, right, so... And and they sanded off all the hard edges. Yeah. Right? That was the Blizzard thing. Okay. They made one of the biggest games of the 20th century. Full stop. Uh, there, 21st century. Yeah, there was a South Park episode about it. I mean... No, I mean, it, you know, if you were in it, you understand they, it. But World of Warcraft is they like... Had a, they, had a, they had an ad campaign with Mike... I don't know if it was Mike Tyson or Mr. T. I, mean, I want to say it was Mr. Steps T. Steps along the path, man. Like, they just... Yeah. That game was so big. I remember the year that it came out. Like, it was... Any human being who played video games and had a PC was playing World of Warcraft. It was all me and my friends did for months and months and Same. months and months and months and months. It Same. was... Uh, uh, I have scarcely seen a game take over everybody in the way that that game did. But it's it's the Dark Souls thing of like, for the people that were able to play Demon Souls, they're like, you gotta fucking yeah. And everyone else is like, what the fuck are you talking about? That was EverQuest for me. Yes. Right. So my 1999 to 2001 was like Ultima Online. I'm like, mom, I need this. I need your credit card. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> Lord about? Lord British needs more gold, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then Asheron's Call, which was Microsoft's ill-fated attempt. Yep. This is all before WoW. Yep. Then EverQuest, which I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Um, I'm going to lose. I'm probably going to fail freshman year of high school over EverQuest. And then Blizzard. It's that magical mixture of amazing fucking art. Um, like, you, you you gather these creatives who can, I don't know. I, I downloaded a vanilla server. Mm. A client for a vanilla server. Yeah. Like, it's a Russian server. Or sure. a Ukrainian server. They probably stole all my credit card information. But um, you <laughs> go. Dope. I don't Those credit cards are done. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you go in. You roll an undead character. And just the music. Mm-hmm. The animation. Like, it is a it is a once in a lifetime. I mean, like, holy it, shit. There's a reason that they did that. And 
official World of Warcraft eventually and made it classic. Well, and, no, no. Yeah. Well, that's like I'm playing. I'm playing a version of the server from 2005. Right. Right. That's what I'm playing. And just the initial product, right? Just the, the raw assets. It worked. It was it. I mean, it like, was it. It was it, and it changed the PC gaming landscape for a decade plus. Like everyone was trying to make a World of Warcraft. Ben, remember when BioWare killed WoW with their Sotor? Yeah, you had right? Republic, you had Age of Conan, you had City of actually City of Heroes predates World of Warcraft, but but so many games. You know that was the gold rush. You know for whatever the gold rush of live games following. I think, How many WoW killers? How many WoW killers yeah. came and went? I mean, the next game to make that kind of impact and create a bunch of followers kind of was destiny in my opinion because so many live service games followed that model afterwards but i still don't think it's as big as what i would say guild wars is there too yeah um but also made by blizzard fucking former blizzard and honestly i would say destiny is just an offshoot of guild wars in a lot of ways like the way that it handles multiplayer and and sure and not being subscription based and whatever but the point is uh they could you know they they were the biggest company in the world and then you know i think after well they had cachet and Microsoft, in my opinion, when Microsoft said, fuck it, we want consoles, right. and fuck it, we want games, yeah. they literally bought a magazine. That thing you sent me about Bobby Kotick being like, <laughs> oh, well, if we just buy Kotaku, yeah. we can turn this all around. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft did that. Yeah. With a horrible service called Games for Windows Live. Yes. Uh, if you follow Jeff Green. GFW yeah, GF- Live Magazine. Holy shit. Uh, great podcast, though. Excellent podcast. <laughs> uh, but th- that idea of just like, you couldn't, if you had money... You could not recreate Blizzard. Right. Right. At the same time, you could throw money, like money, money, money into a WoW killer. Yeah. You still wouldn't get what Blizzard was able to do in 04. Yeah. Right. Fast forward to now. Right. You have that much cachet. Yeah. You literally fostered one of the best creative environments for game developers. And now it's poison. Well, it turns you out. poisoned <laughs> the entire fucking well. It didn't actually foster a great for all the developers. No. It fostered it for a lot of... It's, it's complicated, of course. And there's so many people can who I, work on those games. This might be the first time I'm doing this. Can I do a sports analogy, Ben? Sure. I'm not a sports guy, but can I do a sports Sport, analogy? Sports away. I guess it's like... Remember remember when people were Red Sox fans before they won? Yeah. And they had the curse of the Bambino. Do you remember in 2004, Chef something, Hanson. something, they swept? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People I, had brooms. I was there, man. I'm not a sports guy, so hear me out. Yeah. Before, before WoW, for me, like, Blizzard was like, fuck yeah, Diablo. Like, they have all these... They have, like, three properties. They're just fucking killing it. Yeah, yeah. You can't buy them, motherfucker. They're... Whatever. Vivendi did. Yeah. And they were always but, owned by a third party. Yeah, they were always owned by but, but the, the illusion, right? The yeah. allure of like Chris Metzen makes the art. He handwrites the manual. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You have all these ideas as a kid. Um, StarCraft 2 comes out. It kind of lights the world on fire, whatever. And that was like for me the first like, oh, this is good. Um, but this is a little weird. That might have been the stumble. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, and it was like, I think, yeah, StarCraft but, 2 was an interesting thing. But I think the next like, oh, still, no, their fine still was Overwatch because Overwatch became this right, massive hit. right. Uh, in, this, and, in and the so same way that all their other over, games. Let's do. let's. When is when is the World Series for WoW? Is it WoW or for Blizzard? Is it WoW? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd say so. I, I don't know. It's tough because for me, StarCraft and Diablo two and Diablo three and like all of those games were just massive. Each one yeah, after the other. They and couldn't. Like, they could not do any wrong. And when they finally right? did a new IP with Overwatch, it was like I don't know. And then immediately it was huge. Like, it was it huge. Just, they, they just Ben. Let me let me tell you. If you type in Overwatch in Pornhub. <laughs> yeah right. Right. Uh, if you want to me- if you want to talk about like how as somehow porn is an independent measure of your th- product, literally porn killed Betamax. Yeah right. Because they were like, well VHS. Um, 
Yeah, that is that is the close. I was like, well, I liked I liked Warcraft two, Bnet yeah. edition. Right, right. Like right. I had the Warcraft two battle chest. But they just kept. Be- and so what happened eventually is like Activision acquired Blizzard. Probably I think it was post Diablo three. I don't actually remember, but it was around there. And, and what you know, Activision acquired them, and it was like, <laughs> but they more or less let them operate autonomously. Uh, Mike Morheim was still at the company. Right. Well, they didn't assert control over Activision. Activision didn't come in and go like, hey, you know, you guys should release a game more than every five years. But so what happened, and this ties into Destiny, is that Activision, the way that Kodak run that company, ran that company, hopefully formally, but the way that he runs that company is we get a huge blockbuster every year. We just bank on that over and over and over again. It was Tony Hawk before Call of Duty, and it was Call of Duty, and then it became Overwatch, and, and it became Destiny. And at some point, I don't know how... Bungie did this, and I think it largely is because of the contract they they signed, is they just fucked off. They said, no, we're not doing it anymore because... And they saved their souls. And, you know, (laughs) Destiny was not as huge as World of Warcraft or anything like that, but it was a huge moneymaker, and and they were able to essentially divorce themselves from Activision and just go become independent, and that's worked out in different ways. That doesn't matter. But the point is, after that left, and Call of Duty started to be in decline, that's when Activision like looked at their books and like, oh, we own Blizzard, right, of and, course. And so wait, so Ben, if I own they, something, can I fuck it for money? How much did they make on Overwatch loot boxes in the first year? Like $32 billion? Like, you guys need to do that every year. And oh, you need you need to do it every year, and the numbers need to go up. Oh, and also you guys need to release a new game because like every the year. last game you made was Overwatch, and that's like three years old. And like we are a company that's built on yearly installments of a franchise. Name name. What are the two companies when you think of time time manipulation? Like mm. when you think of company time, when you think of companies that time doesn't matter, the two that come to my mind: Valve, Valve, <laughs> and Nintendo. And fuck. Well, I was no. gonna say Blizzard. Oh sure, yeah. But those not anymore. Two, but not yeah. anymore. But those are the two. It was like, look, man, we killed, we killed Starcraft Ghost. Yo, man, our internal Warcraft standards. Warcraft Adventures. You remember that? Fucking dead. Our internal <laughs> standards are so fucking high. Right. You want this orc graphic adventure game? No. And that because it's not good enough. And that starts to go away once they get a oh, couple ben, years away from it, Overwatch. It was gone. And once Activision really starts to roll in and go like, but, you guys need to announce Overwatch Two. You guys need to announce Diablo Four. You need to get. New games out. Bobby Kotick looked at it and said, "How do we fuck this thing for money?" Right. Well, <laughs> and how do we did. call it? How do we call it Duty? This. How do we make a new one every year? How do we get people to drop sixty bucks every na- November? Oh, ben, that's easy. Ben. ben, you have Blizzard A and Blizzard B, right. and you have them tag team. Like, but it never worked because. <laughs> well, what was it before? It was Treyarch and uh, and Raven and all those studios yeah, that like, got absorbed into Call of Duty, essentially. Yeah. And that, like, so that's the key thing leading into this acquisition that eventually happened. And, and also, you know, the trouble at the company is not immaterial here, but it is immaterial in some ways to the purchase of this thing. Like, Microsoft is buying Blizzard Activision for the games, and they are probably <sighs> going to do stuff to try and write that culture, but they are doing oh, it... fucking whatever, but, dude. But they are primarily doing it for the names and those those games. They did it! Come on! They did it because they looked at this thing. No, I mean, what was the deal? Really, Thirty billion dollars. Totally, you want to look at it. They want to stock Game Pass with as much shit as humanly possible. That's why they bought Bethesda. That's why they bought everything else, <laughs> is oh so that God. they can have a service that is the Netflix of video games. Like that's bottom line here. But I think the, the, thing- the only reason they spent thirty billion dollars was it thirty billion? Oh, for 
uh, for the Activision? Yeah. No, it's like seventy billion. Whatever. <laughs> they saw that and they said we'll pay seventy because we know we're going to make a hundred billion. Yeah. And And that is the cold hard truth, right? And this is Bull- Microsoft is one of the only companies in the world that can afford to do this because they have this. Insane, they have a war chest. Uh, war chest from Windows. From fucking Windows, dude. The mo- <laughs> <laughs> fucking Windows. The dominant but, operating but, system but ben, on the planet for the last out. like 30 years. Hear like, me out. Absurd. Microsoft, I, I didn't realize that fucking Bungie was a fucking Apple developer. Yep. Until Microsoft was like, actually, they're ours now. <laughs> do you like DirectX? Because, yeah. yeah. How do you think you could make Halo in a year? And they're like, well, if we make it. <laughs> Half of it, and then repeat the second half. We can do it in a year. The, the the it is the fucking meme of Bill Gates with a trench coat with a toy shotgun, being like, "Wow!" Like walking out on stage when Doom came to Windows, and he was like, "Wow, fucking games are getting super realistic, right?" Yeah. Um. No, Blizzard. Blizzard. For me personally, to turn this around personally, right? Fucking Blizzard right now, toxic shithole. Yes. Most of the talent has left. Yeah. Matt. Which is not to denigrate. Like, the Tony Hawk reboot was amazing. No. and like, I still bought the Diablo 2 There remake. are still a lot of talented people working there. Yeah. But, Absolutely. But they are trapped in a fuck. They are right yeah. now. The idea of this critical mass of my childhood games being under fucking Microsoft mm. is disgusting. In the same way that The Although, Simpsons yeah, yeah, is now Disney. a Disney yeah, product. No, it's the same thing. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's weird. So, like, I have I have similar feelings in that, like, when they acquired Bethesda, and, uh, like, it dawned on me. That, that made sense to me. I'm sorry. The, I was just like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And that made sense. A, that's a tenth of the purchase price. That was $7 billion. This is $70 billion. It's insane how much money this is. Marvel spent $4 billion on Lucas Ar- uh, Lucasfilm and Marvel when Disney really? bought them. Yeah. That's the, the uh, maybe each one was four, but like even together, they don't even come close to this. This is <sighs> absurd the amount of money here, but that's not the point. The point is what Microsoft is doing, and and like so. The thing that I find conflicting for me is like, yes, it's Microsoft, they're a huge, massive multinational corporation, they're evil by they're a lot EA. of metrics. <laughs> However, their games division. Is run by a guy who genuinely seems to want to bring good games to the platform. Are we talking about Phil Spencer? Yeah, and Phil Spencer is like, he's a CEO. You don't want to ever act like he's a cool guy that you want to hang out with. He's not. He's a CEO. He owns, you know, he now, Blizzard Activision reports to him now. Like, or will. I'm sorry. So that's the other thing. This stale is not through yet. I think we joked at the beginning that the FTC has to, like, actually approve this, which they probably will. Um, (laughs) But this is massive. Like, this is a huge paradigm shift as far as how, how game development is done. Microsoft now owns Damn, Double Fine, motherfucker! So much. Like, I mean, Double Fine's nothing. I know, Ninja no, no. Theory's right, nothing. Right, right, like, right. Undead Labs, all those things right. they bought I know, in their I know. initial burst. But they've been slowly doing this over the last couple of years because they lost a lot after the Xbox 360 era. They lost Epic as, like, the Gears developer. They lost Bungie. They lost, you know, the, their stable that they had for the, that they built up, you know, because they've only done three consoles, four consoles. Four consoles? Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Yeah, okay, four consoles now. Um, so they're still pretty young compared to Nintendo. I'm shaking my head you. right now. But, yeah. like, they are, and, and like, this is this is all to stock Game Pass. Like, largely at the end of the day, they want That's fucking people horrible. to buy an Xbox. They want to buy a Game Pass subscription and nothing else. And the thing that will happen is they will still be, Microsoft will still get a huge amount of, uh, people playing their games and talking about the games and whatever. And like, I, I subscribe to Game Pass. I think it's a great service, but I think it's getting to the point where it might be like Netflix, where it actually starts to have uh, a potentially very negative effect on how games are made 
if they're made for Game Pass. If they're made to be like, we got to have some crazy shit happen in the first 10 minutes or else people are going to uninstall this because they didn't pay for it. Like, there's so many ways that it'll shift the way the games are developed. But, like, broadly what they're trying to do, and this is the leg up they have on Sony because Sony has nothing like this. Is they don't have their own Game Pass? Equipment? They have PS Now, oh, PS which now. is a yeah, weird yeah, streaming yeah, yeah. hybrid, which I guess this year Sony has talked about like making it more like Game Pass and letting you download the games and not be streaming and whatever, but like it's too little too late. Like Game Pass has such a huge library of stuff, and now they just acquired, yeah, again, one of the... Put this in perspective. Activision was the first third-party game developer for, like, the Atari, right? Like, they were the first ones. <laughs> okay, well, so Activision, Bobby Kotick picked Activision up at its weakest, and he was right. like, wow, this thing's a piece of shit. Well, but Let, right. Putting that aside, what I'm yeah. saying is that Activision is so old. Activision made Pitfall. Activision, like, was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, first yeah, yeah, developers yeah, sure. to put the real people's names on the game's credits because they didn't, back in the old days when people made games, they used code names because nobody wanted to snipe or, or, or you were poach. not allowed to have. Yeah. You were not allowed to be credited. Right? Yeah. So, oh, so many Japanese games from the '80s, like all the people's names are fake. Um, Can I tell a quick story? Yeah. Real quick, I was reading about. So, uh, the developer of the hardware of the NES hardware died. Yeah. Uh, two or three weeks ago. J- Nintendo is not based in Tokyo. No. Nintendo is based in Kyoto. Yeah. Right. I'm not a big Japanophile, but okay. Japan, in general, like very the business culture is very like particular i don't know how to explain it it's very yeah there's like if you're a drunk ritual yeah if you're a drunk businessman Mm -hmm. you you're gonna sleep in a fucking pod (laughs) all right if you're a drunk businessman that can't catch the fucking subway you're sleeping in a pod right nintendo was shit on from tokyo-based companies because they were not older than 200 years old right and this is a company this is a company that literally started making playing cards in like the 1890s yes so so right and and they were they rattled yeah so when we talk about microsoft being like oh they've only been at like yeah and uh, like so they picked (laughs) activision has been in theory has cachet well and that's the thing activision has been a third a steady third party developer since the 70s like they have been but that's that's a blink of an eye that's nothing but yeah and, and for microsoft to be like you know, they existed back then as well, but like they're still about that young. Uh, you know, Microsoft doesn't exist, pri- you know, what is Microsoft? I don't know. Whatever. The point is, Activision has been a third party for an incredibly long time, and they aren't anymore, which is wild. Like, you know, I, I, I regardless of what you think of the company or who ran it or whatever, but the idea that Activision, makers of Pitfall for the Atari 2600, Activision, publishers of Pitfall, are now, you know, and and grew to be one of the biggest third parties in the game, you know, along with EA. But, but also led Ubisoft to the fucking and, games crash. Right. They were at the wheel when the fucking home Oh, absolutely. Game, like, they survived it too. And, barely. And they continued to make games for the NES and blah, blah, blah. The point is, like, them, EA... I don't even think Ubisoft is really in the same league as them. And so like EA take two and Activision are like the biggest third party publishers. There is now one less of those, which is fucking crazy. Cause I don't think that Activision has been that <laughs> exciting in the last like decade or so, because they have really turned into this very traditional well, ben, house. They, they that gotta pumps turn out, out, yeah, they gotta Call turn Duties, out Call of Duty, dude. whatever. They've become very boring, but they're still incredibly profitable. And especially Call of Duty, which is still like, it's waning in popularity or whatever, but it's still one of the biggest, like, I think it was last year in 2021, two of the top 10 selling games of the year were Call of Duty. Uh, was it Black Ops 4? I don't remember. Whatever the last one came out. And then the years prior was still within the top 10 of that year. Like, those games are just massive. And, like, Activision is was secure in a lot of ways because of 
they had this golden goose that still kept going in the war zone. Yeah, but, the, but when you grab the fucking golden goose by the neck and you right. say, well, make more. But so make I more, think that more. also puts into perspective how fucked their reputation has gotten in the last six months because of this lawsuit and because of Codex the deal, shit. I feel like the deal stuff. would have never crossed Microsoft's table unless no. the shit had happened no, from last exactly. year. exactly. That, that was the tipping point. Activision was not looking to sell. They were not looking to do anything and as little as like, and to think about the amount of money for this purchase and how quickly it came together and how much just balls they have at Xbox to be like, yeah, it, we'll buy, we'll buy Activision. We'll, fi- we'll fix that to, mess. To wrap up. You got to wrap up. <laughs> yeah. I got to get, I got to go back to my favorite game, Parenthood. Parenthood. Yes, yes. Um, this is, this is a better outcome than if EA had bought them. Yes. And it's a better outcome potentially than if they had stayed independent because what they were doing up until the sale was essentially trying to outrun it, trying to do what Ubisoft did, which is be like, yeah, we're, ta- we're taking care of it. Don't worry, man. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, if our CEO knew and was related to like five of the people who we've named in this lawsuit, but it's fine. We, would you guys like another ghost recon? Like, would you like another Tom Clancy? Like, you know, Ubisoft was really trying to, uh, to just kind of get through it. And I felt like Activision was going the same way. And left to their own devices. I don't know what would have happened, but I think in this case, you know, corporate consolidation is generally bad for everybody, except for the people at the top there. You know, I think the fact that Disney owns half of the film properties in the world is very bad right now. Um, and I think that the idea of Microsoft owning a huge amount of the games development is also not good. But in the specific <laughs> case of Activision, it has some plus sides, which is that they will have to overhaul that leadership. They will have I- to... they Before Blizzard and Activision can become profitable companies again or can become out of this this cloud that's hung over them for the past years and like we're talking about like people like quitting world of warcraft and mass to go play final fantasy like it actually did affect their games in, in a way that ubisoft probably never saw in the in the cosmos okay in the cosmos of gaming yeah the idea that the wow killer turned out to really be final fucking fantasy. final fantasy hey and you know is what amazing it's a much better fucking game than world of warcraft yeah, is now it's fucking amazing it's a great game but um, <laughs> but yeah no it's wild and and like yeah. that stuff wouldn't have happened if if this like this the the level of this of this thing because i think it actually did permeate you know we talked about this many times when we've talked about the the awful environments in some of these studios is like we care about this in some way because we read about it and we're kind of embedded when in it. The but mil- like, when the breast milk thing came out, I uninstalled my Blizzard installer. Like, yeah. I was like, please just fuck off. You got to the point where people were having like protests in World of Warcraft, leaving World of Warcraft. Like it, it, it did hit a point where it actually got outside of the hardcore gamer people who read. Oh, when the New, New York stuff. Times, when the New York Times is reporting on your shithole fucking toxic culture, right. exactly. you're fucked. You're, like, yeah. you, 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 like Ubisoft you never got to that point. Like they were able no, to keep it because but also, but also, but also the obscurity. Like right, also relatively speaking, yeah. from a Forbes perspective, if you're a Forbes editor, right. you're like Ubisoft. That's like number four. Yeah. You know, they got Assassin's Creed, but that's like the biggest thing they have. And yeah, that's this, still not this that was big. different, right? Bobby Kodak. Yeah. yeah fucking And Kodak is like, yeah, he's famously one of the most highest paid person in all of video games dumb. He is like rich, rich, he, rich. But he doesn't rich. have a golden parachute. He has a platinum yes. diamond in encrusted <laughs> parachute. Exactly. Bobby Kodak will not pay for anything that he did. No. And and he will in fact be rewarded by shareholders yeah. who Worst say, oh, case for him is he will probably get fired or he will probably leave once Microsoft <laughs> fired owns the company. Fingers. But all the shares that he owns will make so much money off of the sale. It doesn't fucking matter. And on top of all the money he already has. But that's what happens to people like him. I'm I've I've I'm I'm I can't it's just 
it's it's fucking crazy. But so like at the end of all this, when the dust settles, when the sale is done or whatever, does it mean a better environment for Activision Blizzard employees? Let's hope so, because it didn't seem like the company itself was moving in any real direction towards change. Uh, they were they were sticking by Bobby. The board was sticking by Bobby, and they weren't really going to do anything about it. And yeah, but they were rewarded for that. Exactly, they they made the right play. And that's the now... thing because in this in this in this uh, paradigm, when they have this much value, uh, they can just offload it. And that you know, from what it sounds like, it was Microsoft. Activision Blizzard approached Microsoft. It was not the other way around. Was it really? That's what I've heard. Is that, <laughs> is that it was it was they were looking to sell because. We got problems. Uh, this is this is the reality. We want it. We want to cash out. We don't want to deal with this. Here, here's and the reality: is that it's not that the people, like the employees that developed the games, Activision Blizzard, were like, guys, right. we need to come together and find a buyer. The no. reality is, the majority of the board of fucking Activision said, yeah. "You guys want to cash out? Yeah. Do you guys want to? You guys get your chips? You want to cash out? Right. We we don't want to fire Bobby Shithole Kodak, but we also don't want to deal with this for another however long this lawsuit's going to go. Look, so I, let's just fucking. I, I, I have to, I have to catch a yacht to my yeah. private island. I have a right now. giant so bunker we, in the Antarctic. I yeah. got to get to to escape climate I, change. I, I need and... to build my seed vault. <laughs> yeah. I need to build my vault that when when that will be uh, two hundred feet above sea level when the fucking inevitably right. the climate. Right? I got to get going on that. Right. And they said, I can't be sitting around waiting for another call of duty. Right. So, so I just want to frame this. This is not a victory for the fucking no. employees of Activision Blizzard. No. It is in terms of It like, is in like a short term. Yes. Way. But, but the long term is that a bunch of fucking people with money. Yeah. 12, let's say maybe at most 12 people. There was a, there was a fucking meeting. There was a phone call. Yeah. And the 12 people at Activision said. I'm done. You guys are, you guys good? You guys yeah. want to wrap it up? All right. Yeah. Just check. Check. Exactly. They got their fucking check. Literally. Yeah. Microsoft said seventy billion. We're going to make one hundred forty. I think we could billion. do that, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Phil, and then, Phil Spencer calls. What, what, what are we going to make on that? <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do yeah. it. <laughs> and and you and me, the schmucks at the bottom, who say, "Well, our childhoods were shaped by all these IPs." Okay, I guess. And I mean, given what I've heard about how Microsoft treats their their uh, acquisition developers, they're pretty hands off. They're not bad. So like, well, until shit hits the fan. Yeah, right. That's and, the and thing. This, like, is, this is right. Yeah. At least at least it's on Electronic Arts. I can't even believe I'm saying this. The fucking hell that I I think about daily is that I'm not rooting for individuals, mm. right? I'm not rooting for one guy. What was it? Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I'm yeah. not rooting for one fucking guy right. who's going to write everything. We are in the dystopia of we're rooting for faceless corporations to fight other faceless corporations. I It is Evangelion. Yeah. But instead of piloting a fucking mech, Ben, I'm one fucking schmo who got stuck on the upside, on right. the surface. On the surface when the buildings these, dropped. And these two horrible fucking monstrosities fight each other. And I'm just like, well, I guess yeah. this is good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's fucking a dude. No, I mean, I feel I feel more severely about that with Disney because they own a bigger part of the pie of that thing, and that's a whole other conversation we do not need to get Hot. into. All right, so listen. But it's listen. It's bad. So Lennon's body. Hear me <laughs> out, Ben. Lennon's body. Mm-hmm. Right. Lennon, as in the communist. Yep. Preserved very well. Will be owned by Disney in about twenty years. But yeah, keep going. Well, no, hear me out. <laughs> All right. Lennon's body, pretty, mm-hmm. like aging pretty well, from what I understand. Not entirely out of the question that we resurrect him. Yeah, just like the what's, Simpsons episode. What's Teddy Roosevelt doing? Uh, can can we get him and his giant stick? I think to come him and his and stick break, are and to break up these unpreserved. fucking monopolies. I don't think so. I don't think anyone's no, interested in it anymore. No necromantic spells from what we do in the shadows. No, I mean, yeah, I would love 
that to happen, but I, I, I don't see it happening. It's it's. Oh, well, I thought we were all set with the pandemic. We got that. Under, everyone got vaccinated. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're through that, and now we get to we're get done. ready for the right. fucking corp wars where we strap on mouse ears and go fight for fucking <laughs> Comrade Mickey. Like that's what you know. Cynically, that, so I heard. I actually heard. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard Ben mm. that if you wear as a soldier, mm-hmm. if you opt in to Disney Plus. Oh, okay, cool. You get a helmet with the mouse ears. Mm, mm. So, okay. but you, if you kill anyone, you have to say this kill was sponsored by Right. the right. ghost of uh, uh the Walt Disney. Yeah. <laughs> or Ted um, the racist fucking anti-Israeli <laughs> um anti-Semitic Walt Disney. Frozen head of Walt Disney, which will be brought back Futurama style in a jar. Like, <sighs> count on that shit. Uh you try to say Disney's Futurama as an NFT. Wait, <laughs> is Futurama Disney's? Oh yeah. God, it's Fox, baby. <laughs> the alien, the xenomorph, the predator, the guys from Atlanta. <laughs> everybody. Hey, everybody. New, hey, by the way, the new Atlanta season, they're going to Europe, baby. Yeah, it's, com- it's coming out soon. I'm very they're going to fucking it. Europe. Uh, we're going to play Elden Ring. Who owns FromSoft? Is that Disney? No. So FromSoft <laughs> is actually independent. Oh, Ben, after you said that, I just checked my Apple, my Disney Granted, watch. what was the last FromSoftware game published by? Activision. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Hey, they own Sekiro. Uh, but closing they, thoughts, yeah. Ben. Uh, the Corp War thing is probably as close as I'll get to closing thoughts. We're living thoughts. Syndicate Plus. We're, hey, Ben, you know who helped make Syndicate? EA? No, Peter, well, my buddy, Peter I'm Molyneux. Peter, can right. I, ben, can I, talk, can I talk about the joke that I made about Peter Molyneux on yes. text? Yes, yes, yes. Well, what would we say? We said that Peter Molyneux is like the dad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's basically Don Draper. And he's like, look. He comes... You're, Peter Molyneux left to go get cigarettes when you were one, right. and he comes back when you're nine. With an NFT. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's like, hey, listen, remember my company, 22 Cans? Yes. And how he scammed everyone. <laughs> he sounds like a beetle. Remember, so Ma- Ben, remember Milo. I do. Listen. I remember Fable. Okay, well, I'm never no. talking to the press again. <laughs> I'm only talking through NFTs that I make. And then, and then when you turn 13, well, when you were nine, he brought a dog. Right. And he said, this is Milo. Ben, this is the dog <laughs> from Fable Two. From Fable it. Two, Ben, and you're like, "Oh, you have a dog? Okay, I love dogs." And then he disappears. No. And then when you're 13, Peter Molyneux comes back. He's like, "Ben, I didn't Do you remember Populus. Remember Populus, <laughs> Ben?" And you're like, "Yeah, all right, Peter. What what's up?" He's like, "Listen, Ben, Goddess. Let me tell you about Goddess." And then he leaves, and you're 17 or 18, and he comes yeah. back, and he's like, "I'm never talking to the press." And then he says. Ben, I'm back. What if we did NFTs and games? And you're like, God damn it, Peter Molyneux. And just kick him in the shins and run away. I made Dungeon Keeper, Ben. <laughs> I made Theme Hospital. You sure did, buddy. <laughs> I helped make the Corp War Syndicate. To, he, see, what you don't understand is that Peter Molyneux made Syndicate to help us acclimate to this yeah, new reality. He's going to get us ready for this. It's like, uh, uh, So it's called the S3. It's called Solid Snake Simulation. <laughs> it's the, uh, and, what is it, uh, the, the frog in the boiling water thing. You don't even notice when oh, you get there. Jesus Christ. It's so gradual. Any anything else that you want to scream uh, into the mic as we as we face this existential quagmire? Uh, no, I'm trying to think of what team I want to be on for the Corp Wars. Disney might be the most fun one, like legitimately. I don't know. I don't like the people that trade the pins. Do you 
know? Yeah. Do you know about this? That's true. And I have to be like with a bunch of like Marvel and Star Wars fans who I generally who don't I? like. Anymore. Oh, I know what company I'd go to. Okay. Dr. Bronner's soap. Oh yeah. Have you ever read the fucking copy on the Hell on yeah, the, dude. Dude, it's the manifesto. <laughs> it's about spaceship earth and shit. I would I would join Dr. Bronner's soap. Sure. Um, um I'd be fine with that. I could live with um We're gonna get folded into like Kraft. That'll be the army we're in, but you know. Well Kraft earns Halle Burton, so yeah. the, I mean that's just fine. a natural. So we'll have fit. some good guns. <laughs> Dick, Ch- Dick. You, get to, you get to talk to the hologram of Dick Cheney. Right. Well, they'll Is probably Dick Cheney do the, dead? the Futurama head thing for him too. He's probably set to do that. That's like in his will. Is like make me into a Futurama head. The corp wars are coming, Ben. They are. They, it's unavoidable. They're kind of already here. I mean, if Alexa's listening to this, we're probably in deep shit. <laughs> Not to get on this. You know about Unity, right? Of course. Yes. Hey, hey, Ben. That fun game engine. Yes. Free for everyone. Free for everyone. Ben. Anyone can be a game developer. Hey, how about if we develop fucking VR simulations of killing people? Mm, what if the U.S. military about, wanted if, to, They're another developer, technically speaking. Yeah. Hey, I mean, Epic licensed Unreal to them for America's Army, too, so it's not even the first one. <laughs> to be fair, that's a lit game. All right, sure. And also, did very, they didn't develop America's Army. They just licensed the, the, the engine. Whereas, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Unity full-on developed I'm that cur- game. I'm curious what Tim Sweeney would say. Like, hey, Tim Z, He just bought a shopping mall. Who knows? Tim Sweeney, you started with Jazz Jackrabbit, and now you're making Metal Gear Solid 2 murder simulations. Uh, comment? He's like, have you seen the Metal Gear Solid 2 murder simulation skins in Fortnite? Come on down to the... Did they buy? They bought a mall in uh, in North Carolina to move their headquarters to. I'm just trying to remember where it is, but... That's the most... Dist- are you serious? Yeah, well, I mean, That's what the are they going dist- to do with malls now? <laughs> They're for Holy old shit. people walking indoors. That's about all. Can I can for. I get Raiden doing a dab? Oh yeah, He's like, better believe it. I mean, you can already have Kratos doing a dab and 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 the Xenomorph doing a dab. So why not? All right, Ben. T- I'm disgusted. Take us out. Uh, yeah, we're out. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs>